Hello and welcome to the Massive Mediocrity Podcast. I'm your host, Max Kesslering, and I'm here with the co-host, with the most, Fraser Kesslering. How are you? Good, man. Happy to be here in person. Uh, it's like I never left, you know, quick trip up to Rochester and then driving back down to Boston Sunday. So, you know, quick turnaround, but I'm happy to be here. We're happy to have you back in the Pax Memorial Podcast Studio for yeah. our longtime listeners. We have a friend of the podcast here. Uh, we got Joe Blair, which sounds like an alias, but that's a real person. Friend from Penfield. Joe, how are you? <laughs> that's right. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on, guys. I'm, uh, I'm real excited to talk some football. I'm so happy the dog days of summer are over and we can get back to some NFL action. Super yep. cool. Yep, Joe is my uh, gambling consigliere. He, uh, <laughs> he, he helps me out on those fronts. Uh, he actually runs a Twitter account. What's it called? Um, my my name on there is Joey Betts because um, I'm a douche and I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> nice. um, uh, but it's at Cashing Dogs. Cool. That's the handle. So is that a reference to uh, a team, maybe? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, the uh, I'm a. If you guys don't know, I'm a bit of a Philadelphia Eagles fan, and uh, they went on a bit of a historic Super Bowl run. This past season, um, the dog masks and everything that broke it out. So, yeah, look for my uh, Lane Johnson wearing a dog mask. That's my picture on Twitter. Um, <laughs> go birds. <laughs> nice. So we're here to have Joe on here to talk about some NFL odds, some prop bets, if you will. Um, basically, get what we think are your best chances of uh, winning some capital, maybe. So uh, we're going to start off with uh, the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um these odds are going to be all from Bovada, so uh, take that in reference. Uh, NFL uh, bets are really fun, so let's get started off with this one. We have Shaquan Barkley as the odds-on favorite. Some other guys, Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, a lot of quarterbacks, Sam Darnold. Joe, who you got here? Who you oh, think got? Who's it? Who's it? Who's your best bet? And then who you think is a good long shot? Okay, okay. Um, my best bet here, I, um, you know... This is a tough one for me because it's it's going to be a quarterback or a running back. Um, receivers never win this, even though I think there are some really talented ones. Um, I think I would like to take a long shot on Royce Freeman okay. at plus 3,000. Um, Why do you think I, he's got a chance at breaking out this year? Uh, I, I don't think he's got much competition um, in the backfield. I don't think Devontae Booker is much of a threat. Don't think the coaching staff really is a big fan of him or else they wouldn't have invested in Freeman this year. Um, he's looked great in the preseason. Don't like to overreact to that stuff mm -hmm. too much. But you can see that the guy, he's going to be toting the rock this year for Denver. Um, and just compared to some of the other running backs there, I just think there's uh, some pretty good value on a guy that could be a 16-game starter. Frazier, by you? I think probably my favorite here is Sam Darnold. Um, just because QB, it's, it's usually the easiest for them to win it because a lot of it is on their shoulders and he's going to be starting from day one. Um, I think Baker at plus 600 is a terrible bet. Right now he's currently their third string quarterback. So that means he's probably not going to start the season. Um, there's a good chance he doesn't start till, you know, five, six games in. Um, I know that the, he is the number one pick, but I think that number is slightly inflated, inflated because of the hard knocks. How is you know, anything inflated besides who's going to get fired? That's like my question. It's like, how do you think anything positive about the Browns if you watched Hard Knocks so far? The coaching staff there is an absolute tire fire. <laughs> it's a Springfield tire fire. Like, it is so bad. It's so bad. Like, the only good part of that coaching staff is, uh, what's his name? The offensive Todd Haley. Todd, Todd Haley. Haley. And Todd Haley isn't even that great offensive, <laughs> no. offensive quarter because he got ran out of Pittsburgh. So it's like, that's your best option. And they're like they're showing shit like um, what's his name? Uh, who's the GM? Oh, um, starts with a D. Dorsey. Yeah. John Dorsey. Yeah. yeah. So Dorsey, the guy comes in. He's like, who has the most receiving touchdowns <laughs> from 2012 to 2017? And he answers uh, Juice. He answers uh, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. It's gotta be Landry. It's, you it's, you have him on your fucking team. It's how be our do guy. you not know how many? Touchdowns he scored last year. That's embarrassing. He also doesn't <laughs> score touchdowns. Like, he does it. No. He's a catch guy. He, he has like, what do you have? Six touchdowns last year? Yeah. Four, six touchdowns. Like, and it was like a career high. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. I'm not saying he's a, not a talented dude, but like, dude, come on. And like, you know, you're going to have Des Bryant come in. It's like, I don't know if that's for TV or you're just being a prick <laughs> or like what the deal is. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, but like, it's just a joke. Yeah. And 
Um, this was the, Natalie Rumid from The Ringer. She said this that it's like the episode of uh, Game of Thrones where Joffrey was saying, "I'm the king." He kept saying, "I'm the king." It's like if you have to pronounce yourself as the king. You're not the king. Like, no one <laughs> listens to you. And that's how uh, freaking, what's his name? Uh, Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson is. Man, my brain is not. Dude, let's get it clicking. I know, Come shit. <laughs> Hugh Jackson, he's like, listen, guys, I've been there before, but, like, this is my team. And it's just like, what is going on? Like, it's yeah. just ridiculous. Um, so I think Baker is not a good bet at all. So Sam Darnold's probably um, my best bet. If you're, I'm going to take a long shot. I like on Johnson with the Lions. Um, I think he's going to have a pretty good workload. I think he'll usually have a pretty good game script. Um, the Lions like to throw to their running backs a lot. So I see him being in a position where he could really take over that role. Um, I don't know. The, rookie of the year is real tough. Um, your your best odds are probably to take a few long shots and then just count that money as lost. Well, These that's what like, I'm going to say. Like, if, in my opinion, if you butted anyone besides a quarterback or Shaquan Barkley, you're throwing your money away. I mean, Barkley's, there's no point in betting on Barkley. You're not going to get any, like, return on that. No value at all there. No. Right. Yeah. Plus 155, there's no way I would... I would take that, even but if I think it's a pretty decent bet. You have to bet on a starting quarterback, in mm-hmm. my opinion, for this position. So your options are like Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, and Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. That's like literally all the options I think you have. After that, it's over. Like you're throwing your money away. So and if it was determined by who had the biggest head, <laughs> Sam Darnold would run away with that. <laughs> it wouldn't even be close. He would be a minus ten thousand favorite <laughs> to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, I just want to, I kind of want to pile on That's absolutely true, by the way. Um, that's not a five head, that's a six head. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Um, you know, quarterback or Saquon, pretty much. That's why I threw out Royce Freeman. I just think mm-hmm. he's the best long shot value there. Um, totally. I like him better than Carrion just because I think Carrion might take a couple of weeks into the season until he uh, really takes over that backfield. He's got Matt Patricia there who comes from the Patriots coaching tree who did running back by committee for the Ever. last 15 yeah, yeah. years. Um, and I just, I'm not a believer in Allen, Josh Allen. I don't like him. I think he's yeah. lost. Yeah. Okay. Let me just pile on to Sam Donner real quick. He, <laughs> his helmet looks like when um, Wes Welker had that concussion helmet. But that's how, it, dude, that's like a normal helmet. <laughs> You know, Brock Lesnar has to get special made gloves for the UFC. They yeah. have to, like, order a special. It's like an elephant helmet. <laughs> that's, that's, that's spot on, honestly. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to Defensive Player of the Year odds. The odds on favorite right now is Bradley Chubb at plus 140. Um, Raekwon Smith backing him up at plus 400. Um, Mick and Fitzpatrick, Denzel Ward, Tremaine Edwards, Derwin James... Uh, Marcus Davenport, some of the guys that you know even have a chance um, at winning the Defense Player of the Year award. It has to be a guy, in my opinion, that has a lot of playing time and a lot of playing time from the beginning and is in an impactful position. So think about edge rushers, middle linebackers, corners who can get a lot of interceptions. Like you want to have someone who's almost going to be a star rookie. That's what you're looking for here, in my opinion. But what do you think? Um, all right, so I've got three or four guys, actually, that I want to talk about. I, I'm much more interested in defensive uh, rookie of the year mm-hmm. than offensive okay. this year. Um, I think it's a little easier to predict in a situation like this opposed to offensive. I agree, because I'm just not a true fan of any of the rookie quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I think they're all just decent, and I don't want to invest in any one to really separate mm-hmm. himself. Um, but on the defensive side... Um, I've got a couple ball hawks here that I want to talk about. First, probably probably my favorite um, bet for this category is Jair Alexander for the Green Bay Packers. Gang, gang. Fraser yeah. just got so excited. <laughs> I'm fired up about both of those two ball hawks. Yeah, um, I think he's a much more complete. Co- it's sorry, I got to I'll finish this. Oh, you're good. He's a much more complete corner than Josh Jackson. Um, but Josh Jackson, I think I saw him going off at 11 to one to win defensive rookie of the year. Jair Alexander, I found him as high as 18 to one on one of my sites. Um, and so I think he's an, he's an absolute ball hawk. He was, uh, maybe my favorite corner in the draft besides, uh, Ward who the Browns took. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think he's a stud and I think that Packers defense will be much improved this year. Packers as a whole are going to be an entirely different team. Don't be so nice to Frazier. I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. You better be talking about the. Raiders at I some know. point, how they're gonna make a real and they're gonna sign back and 
he's going to be on the team and we're all going to be set. That's what I want to hear later in this yeah. podcast. Okay. All, all right. right. Who else Max you got, though? Who else is the Packers? You're all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I see there's a world no, where that's that, true. I see there's a world where that defense improves tremendously and Jair Alexander ends up with five or six picks and gets a bunch of credit for it. That'd be huge. Um, also, Derwin James, he's another ball hawk. Um, San Diego Chargers safety. I thought he was the best value in the first round of the NFL draft this year. I expect the San, uh, San Diego, I've said it twice now, Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Just be, no, I'm not worried about it. And uh, um, but he's. I think he's a stud safety. I think that. I think that Gus Bradley is running that defense, and he's he's building it nice. They have the edge rushers to create pressure on the quarterback, uh, which is going to allow for more interceptions. So Derwin, I love. Um, Harold Landry, I, uh, again, plus 1,800, um, edge rusher for the Tennessee Titans. Slipped to the second round of the NFL draft, but was a first-round talent. I think Mike Vrabel knows how to use him. Um, and then the last guy, long shot, big long shot here, but Darius Leonard. Um, he's going off at 33-1. to one. He, cool. is, he is a <laughs> rookie uh, middle linebacker for the Indianapolis Colts, and I'm hearing great things about him everywhere. He's fast. He's uh, you know just a sideline-to-sideline side linebacker that can really improve that team. And if the Colts take a step forward... Um, with the return of Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. I think that team looks better in general. So big yeah. room for improvement on that team. Uh, yeah. A lot of places where they yeah. get a lot better. And I think they're going to because they're de- they've been investing a lot of, of capital into the defensive side and the offensive line. So I think that we're going to see a new team in Indy. I think they're going to be a lot better, and that will help with a positive game script again for you know someone like that who is on the defensive side where they're not going to be putting up a ton. You know what I mean? Like. The, the score's not going to be as high, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, it's better for the defense when there's, like, not running up the score. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Totally. Frazier, you got anyone you like? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Bradley Chubb is – he is the odds-on favorite at plus 140. Um, I could definitely see him being an absolute menace. You know, with him and then Von Miller on the opposite side, he's not going to be getting those double teams. So, he's going to be getting, you know – single blockers so he's going to have a lot of a lot easier rushes than some other defensive ends might have um so i think even though he's a favorite i think he's got a decent chance of winning it you know he could end up with let's say seven to ten sacks and then that could put him in the conversation of defensive rookie of the year um another one rokon smith as joe was saying that inside linebacker is a big uh position of um you know, influence on the defensive side. I think the Brown or the the Bears should be better this year. Um, you know, they got some new coaches in there. They got some fresh blood. Um, so I think he could have a big impact. And I've heard a lot of good things out of training camp with him. Um, a little longer shot, which is kind of like a discount version of Bradley Chubb and Von Miller, is uh, Marcus Demarcus Davenport and Cameron Jones. Um, the Packers got a first round pick next year along with this and a few other things for Marcus Davenport this year. So that means the Saints really like this guy. Um, Their defense isn't the old Saints defense when uh, Bob Ryan was running it. You know, they got a pretty decent defense. And Cameron Jordan was a monster last year. Or Jordan Cameron. No, it's Cameron Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Not to be confused with a tight end. What concussion oh, yeah. problem tight end? One hit wonder there yeah. for what Cleveland? Right? Yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he had like a ten or twelve touchdowns or something that year. <laughs> Monster. Was, yeah, Matt Springer had him. Yeah, in fantasy our year. Really? Gary yeah. Barnage too. Gary Barnage. Oh, yeah. Gary Barnage. <laughs> Gary Barnage. It's a throwback. So I think he has a decent chance at like uh, he's like ten to one or something yeah. like that. Um, so I like the Saints this year, chance. too. I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, I'll, I want to touch on Roquan real quick. I love the guy. I think he's an absolute stud. I think the Bears really, um, sh- they should have had him in training camp two, three weeks ago. Because yeah. um, I'm a little worried that he gets off to a slow start. Um, Did they just not sign him quick the, enough? The, the, it, was, it was language in the contract. It was a dispute over um, with the new uh, NFL um, personal foul rules, the helmet-to-helmet stuff. They were negotiating stuff like that so that he wouldn't um, be losing money in his contract if he's flagged excessively for excessive use of the helmet, stuff like that. Um, so they, they went back and forth on that, and it kind of reminds me of the Joey Bosa situation last year um but bosa still came in and and what what did he have like 10 sacks as a yeah, rookie he, so, he was a monster yeah, so you shouldn't be too worried about that um, did he win defensive rookie of the year that year i think he might have I joey bosa that, might have i, I think, think that so year. yeah it was two years ago right mm-hmm. and then uh Lattimore last year obviously yep. 
Yeah. Sweet. All right, well, let's move on to some players that have been in the league for more than, uh, you know, just training camp. Um, let's do some odds to win the MVP this year. Um, favorite right now, as always, basically, I feel like is Aaron Rodgers at plus 500. You got a bunch of other quarterbacks backing him up. Carson Wentz, it's um, plus 700. Tom Brady, plus 850. Deshaun Watson, which is absurd to me, at 1500. That Drew Brees, so Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, then first running back would be Todd Gurley at plus 2000. Right. So, if um, Jimmy Garoppolo wins, Max can punch me in the nuts. <laughs> Yo, I'm willing. I'm putting him on the table. I will sacrifice my balls if Jimmy Garoppolo. Because there's no way. I literally, I don't see a world in which he wins. No shit. Let's say, let's say they even win ten games and they make it to the playoffs, which I don't really think they do this year. I still don't know if he's MVP. Like there could other there's there's definitely other chances for these quarterbacks to do well. Yeah, I don't know if it, it it could be recency bias where like, you know, he's the hot new thing, so let's get him the MVP. But other than that, I don't really see a situation where he would win rookie or uh, no. MVP. Completely agree with that. I think um, the, I'm down on the 49ers as a whole. Um, this year, I, I, I kind of like their season under eight and a half, to be honest, um, because, yeah, they rattled off five games at the end of the year last year, but um, no no real tape on Garoppolo, completely new system. They were just kind of making it up as they went along, and I don't know if it's sustainable, um, and I, I do agree that that price has been driven up by the public um, ex- exclusively. It's, it's uh, Ever since he started dating that porn star, man, his stock just <laughs> yeah. straight up. <laughs> They're like, I spec that man. And if, I mean, women weaken legs we know this if, I, if you haven't seen rocky watch it it's, it's a real thing so no i'm out on jimmy garoppolo um is there but, someone that you're you'd be you know targeting i guess with this award for me i think probably the best value is andrew luck at plus uh 2800 28 to 1 um like frazier alluded to before Colts are due for a bounce back this year. Um, that defense is a little bit better than pe- it's trash, but it's a little bit yeah. better than people think. Um, and they kind of, I think they have a new scheme in there. Um, and if they come back, say the Colts, I could see a world where they win their division. Um, and Andrew Luck is a god again amongst the NFL fans. So twenty-eight to one, I'll take a shot on that. Um, I'm also gonna, you know. Um, humor Frazier a little bit here. <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers at five to one. You know, it's not a bad bet. He's he's gonna come back. And I think he's in fu mode. He's just he's he better be. Yeah, I think he's gonna be on a mission this year. Totally. Yeah, con- he's in contract talks right now. Um, it seems every, everything I've read. It seems like the contract talks are going well, but it's been kind of a slow process. Um, you know, they actually should have some decent wide receivers as long as everyone stays healthy. Uh, Devontae Adams has continued to make step forward. Um, he is a legit number one wide receiver. I don't think that should be um, disputed anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Randall Cobb's injury concerns are always there, but um, they are th- there are three rookies that um, are, are, are in behind him that could definitely play and step up, um, along with Geronimo Allison, who has a legendary Twitter account. <laughs> Does he? Yes. Hilarious. He is an absurd human being. He's getting a lot of hype right now in the preseason. People are seeming to like him yep. later in fantasy round, fantasy drafts as well. Yep. Yep. So there's him. Aaron Rodgers creates fantasy wide receivers. That's what he does. He made... I know he wasn't really a consistent fantasy guy, but, you know, he made Jeff Janis a relevant player in the NFL. Greg Jennings? Um, Think about Greg Jennings was a good route runner. No, but but Greg Jennings, as soon as he left the Packers, was basically irrelevant. True. True. Completely irrelevant. So, like, he made his... He was, like, a top 15 receiver that year. Top 10 receiver that one year. And then disappeared. And then disappeared. Literally uh, retired two years later. And watched for Jordy Nelson to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. As, As someone who's been watching Jordy closely, it's just not there. It's not there anymore. I'm sorry, Max. I know that kind of hurts. No, it reminds me a lot of myself when I came back after back surgery. My one leg didn't go as far as the other one. Yeah. That's, I think, what Jordy <laughs> Nelson's going through right now. Um, for me, though, I'm on the quarterbacks. I think this is a flawed award. I think it's a completely ridiculous and stupid award. If you're telling me Le'Veon Bell is not more valuable to a team than Mitch Trubisky, they have the exact same odds to win this award. That's a dumb award. Yeah. That's I a, agree. That's, that's, a, that's a dumb award. So basically, you should bet on a quarterback, in my opinion. So my long shot options, I would say, are Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, and Matt, and uh, Cam Newton. I guess I'll run through them individually. So Matt Ryan, <clears throat> that offense has been elite. 
So in multiple years, and they made the Super Bowl recently. Yo, I'm so out on Kurt, but continue. Okay, but, but uh, <laughs> so if they if if no, I'm talking about Matt Ryan right I now. Know. But well, if, I'm looking at Kurt <laughs> name, and I really don't like it. <laughs> so what's Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan's at 22 to one, basically. I think that's a good good bet for him to possibly have a bounce back season. Um, Kirk Cousins, that defense is elite. Um, that team is really good. So if they give him more than what Case Keenum gave him last year, he's got some great receivers. Um, Thielen and Diggs. I got no issues with Rudolph being your tight end. Um, so I could see him having a really good season. I mean, he's a good quarterback that's been on a team that I think has had overrated position players. Um, and then Cam Newton, he's done. I mean, he's basically done it before. So why couldn't he do it again? Um, he's he, at 22 to 1 as well. So that little bundle of quarterbacks, I think, are kind of fun options because if their teams have a, you know, increase in volume and increase in efficiency i think those guys could could do it so yeah i like two of the 22 to 1 uh, quarterbacks my first one that i like the most is russell wilson i think that team is going to be really bad but I <laughs> like really bad but i think he is really good right um and he could carry that team so if that team sucks and you just see russell wilson who should be fully healthy this year just ball out there's a good chance for him to win that but he's not going to stay it's healthy. all about narrative though you know what I mean? As yeah. much as it is, MVP is a real narrative-based, um, you know, thing. Like, uh, it, so it all depends on how kind of things break. Um, so Rodgers has a good narrative. Coming back from broken mm. collarbone, you know, frustrated last season. He's been kind of at odds with the Packers this year. So there's kind of a narrative for there. Um, you know, again, Russell Wilson, something, Le'Veon Bell. That's my, my if I'm going to take one long shot stab it's probably going to be Le'Veon, who is in contract talks. They're not going to sign him. They're going to run him into the ground. He is going to touch the ball as many times as DeMarco Murray touched the ball when he was in Dallas, which was like 337 is like the magic number that you're like not supposed to cross. Like I think he's, he's going to cross it. <laughs> he's going over that in like total touch. Like I think he'll be injured he's by that have point, insane. I don't like taking a guy like that with his injury problems. He doesn't problems. have injury problems. Oh, he for sure does. He misses games every season. Tell me a season where he's he's played all sixteen. I can't think of a let's look it up year where he missed serious time because of injury. Not I, serious, I but he misses on multiple okay, games. Like yeah, season. that's running backs though. Like there's very that's few what, running backs who who actually stay fully. Ha- I mean, there's like AP back in the day, but like every running back gets like a little banged up. Um, so I don't know if at no forty one's to one healthy throughout the season. Yeah, at forty to one, dude. Why not? Um, I so have 13, 16, 6, 12, 15. 12, 15. 12, 15. So he misses, basically misses games every season. Okay. He'll I mean, still pile up 2,000 yeah. yards. No, he'll be, yeah. <laughs> no, I get that, but that's why I'm saying, like, Two, you need to do a quarterback. It's true, though. I, I, I agree with what both yeah, players You're right, okay. You, I think yeah. the guys who work for, I have project. I have him projected for about 800 carries this year. I don't know about you guys, <laughs> yeah. but he's, he's going to touch the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't. I won't, I won't bet on a running back. To I feel you. Yeah. I totally understand. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I'm just saying if you're going to take a long shot stab, um, there's not really any quarterbacks deep that I really like. Uh, I, dude, J.J. Watt is on here for Hundred or one? <laughs> what is going on, that's, dude? I love JJ Watt. He's gonna be catching touchdowns. That's why, dude. He hasn't you think played. He goes back to tight end. Dude, mode? tight end. He should just play tight end. Yeah. Just don't even play DN. Just play no, tight end. He's That'd be a, sick. You're telling me he wouldn't be a top ten tight end in fantasy he this year? Would. JJ Watt. <laughs> he probably would. He'd be impossible to tackle. <laughs> he's so big. He's a massive human being, and he's really athletic. And he practices on the jug machine. He does. Yep. He, he doesn't bitch about it like David and Joku. <laughs> yeah, David, I'm talking to you. Fraser, you bitching. Sure, no, you sure you he want to talk to David and Joku like that? Me. He was so big. <laughs> he was one of those people that like pr- doesn't practice with a full shirt, so he can show off his ridiculous abs. Oh, the but it's not, look. Yeah, but it's not even like normal people abs. It's like I'm so. It's like bulk. It's like a bulk <laughs> abs section. It makes no sense. Like his obliques are bigger than yeah. his thighs. Oh no, right. it's so stupid. Let's talk about like those Under Armour. Like models at uh, dicks that aren't real people. They're just like a sculpture. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's what he yeah. looks like. Does Shaquan, does Shaquan have a chance here? Shaquan Barkley is at a 65 to 1. I mean, no. He's the closest rookie to winning it. I, I mean, what if he stupid. has like a ridiculous year? 
comes out of nowhere. I mean, Dude, rookie Zeke, running backs can Zeke have a good maybe season. The great, one of the greatest rookie seasons ever, and he didn't win. Yeah, right. he, he didn't win MVP. He didn't even win rookie of the year. Yeah. Dak Prescott won it that year. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> bullshit. That was bullshit. <laughs> but uh, but I, you're right. There's just uh, You can't bet on a running it back. It probably should have been like Travis so. Fredericks that year, basically. I mean, that was like, their offensive line was unreal. Oh, yeah. Do you guys hear about what happened to him recently? With yeah. back problems? No, he's got like an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about that? Um, a little bit. I, I'm not a doctor, so uh, I'll take this with a grain of salt. But yeah, it's some sort of autoimmune deficiency. Uh, I believe Mark Schlereth, um, mm-hmm. a former NFL offensive lineman for the Denver Broncos, won a couple Super Bowls with John Elway. Uh, he had that. And um, from what I've heard, Schlereth has, has said that it took him about, he was able to play. He was mm. able to play through it. Just not as well. But probably. it took him about a full year Jeez. or so to really feel like he was back to himself once he got diagnosed, learned how to treat it, learned how to, you know, get to develop a regiment, that sort of thing. So we could, we could definitely see Travis Frederick missing some time and maybe not even really being the same player for a little while. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Totally. So let's move on to a little more of a entertaining and fun topic. Next coach to get fired. Love this. This, this is, a is a good one. Really yes. good one. I think this is like a really fun one, but kind of like a mean one to root it for. Um, so the the odds on leader is the uh, the Cleveland Browns coach, the uh, l- illustrious Hugh Jackson at plus two seventy, uh, Vance Joseph at plus six hundred, Adam Gase, Dirk Cutter. Marvin Lewis, who's always about to get fired, um, Todd Bowles, Jay Gruden, uh, Bill O'Brien. Those are some of the guys that are you know up towards the top of getting fired. I like to also point out that Bill, Ch- Bill Belichick is on this list and is more likely to get fired in uh, Vegas's odds than Doug Peterson, which well, um, yeah. Come on. No. I just are you going to fire Doug Peters? He literally just won the Super Bowl. How is Bill Belichick going to fire? Bill Belichick isn't either, but I'm just saying, like, if anyone's going to get fired, like, it'd be the team that lost in the Super Bowl. And right? you've got McDaniels no waiting for that spot. But he's not going to get fired. McDaniels is a snake. Oh, for sure. <laughs> what he did to the Colts was <laughs> so messed up. Yeah. So messed up. <laughs> uh, so, Frage, I know you, you hate Hugh Jackson. Do you think he will win this, win this award? I, the, the shit award. He should. He's one in thirty-one. Dude should have been fired yeah. what, eighteen months ago. And now he has all this pressure of hard knocks. Oh, we're so much better. I feel it this year. This is the year. You know, the, our team looks so much better. You guys went undefeated in the preseason last year. All right, like preseason doesn't really mean much. You have an undisciplined team that just I don't think can do it. And he's gonna have all the pressure of the hard knocks. So I could see him getting the boot real quick. Um. I can't believe... Oh, I saw John Gruden on here, I think. He is. I mean, he's towards the bottom. He should be. He just got paid $100 million. <laughs> yeah, he's... he's Get sa- him off this list. He's safe for about yeah. two, two, three years at least. A um, little long shot that I like, uh, probably the most, is Jason Garrett. Um, they've kind of been underperforming. I, I don't know. I don't expect them to be very... They're going to be all right this year. I have them missing the playoffs. Um, and I think if he underperforms, I think it could be the year. You never know what Jerry's going to do. So if there's another year where they don't make the playoffs, I think Jerry could easily get rid of him. Yeah, that's a decent long shot because all Jerry does is talk him up in the media. But at the same time, that's all he did with Des Bryant for his entire career. There. He's still doing it. And, uh, is he? Is yeah, he's still, still talking him up. He's like, oh, I can't believe he's not signed. Dude, Des isn't that good right, right now. Right, right. <laughs> he's um, this very specific player. So Jerry's a snake, yeah. Um, but I honestly... I I think Garrett's safe this year because I see Dallas. I don't see them being very good, but you know, seven, eight wins. I don't think it's enough to lose his job. Um, I, uh, you know, I like Hugh Jackson because Todd Haley's there, and I think he's just a better coach than Hugh Jackson. Um, but my favorite in this category is actually Dirk Cutter, oh. plus seven fifty. Um, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the potential to be the worst team in the NFL this year. And um, uh, they they're opening their opening schedule. They don't have Jameis the first three weeks. They I think they play the Saints, the Eagles, and the Steelers. Not in that. Not <laughs> That's 03. But yeah, I just heard 03 is what yeah, you just yeah, said, yeah. right? Okay. Basically, you're 0 three there. Um, Jameis comes back. If Jameis doesn't come back and save the team and turn things around, and they look like a 
playoff contender with Jameis. Um, why is Dirk Cutter there? No, I, 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 that's what I thought too. I was going to say Dirk Cutter for sure. Yeah. That was my pick because that team's going to be bad. Yeah, they're going to be very bad. Um, I'm, I, I, I haven't looked at their under because I'm sure it's juiced like crazy, but I, I will entertain the thought of that. <laughs> um, and uh, my last angle on that is that their defensive coordinator, Mike Smith, didn't do a bad job as the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons just two years ago. So make him the interim head coach, ride him out. Totally. I'm, if, if I'm going for a log shot here, um, I might go with Mike McCarthy. And it's not just to piss off Frazier. <laughs> it's because if you're, tr- if you're trying to keep Aaron Rodgers on your team and you're trying to appease him and you don't want to keep underperforming, Mike McCarthy's a guy you might want to be looking at firing because they're kind of the coach is always the fall guy to a team that doesn't perform the way they're supposed to so i don't think the packers have performed the way they're supposed to in the past like four years i would argue so um i think it could easily be uh it could easily be mike mccarthy yeah, 66 to 1 not not a bad long shot <laughs> no seriously no but like it can, that's a it good can, long shot yeah i mean it was two years ago when the packers ran the table that people were talking about mike mccarthy I think Don Capers was so bad in that defense, and everything was so frustrating about that team. I think that fixing those problems is really – we got Mike Pettin in. Love um, him. Love him. I really like Mike Pettin. Mm-hmm. Their defensive line is stacked this year. Um, what's his name? So there is Muhammad Wilkerson, who we'll see how he performs. Um, Kenny Clark is in his third year and was already an elite – interior defensive lineman last year you line him up with mike daniels who is an absolute bulldog that front three and that three four is going to be really tough to get through i'm and just saying if things break wrong no, they don't have if they if aaron Rodgers gets injured again yeah. i guarantee mike mccarthy is going to be gone i know but that He's then, a then it's aaron Rodgers who got hurt it's like how are you going to put eh, it on mike McCarthy? i mean but you need to change at that point uh, this is going to be crazy i'm gonna just like i'm gonna mm. say this the i kind of like deshaun kaiser I'm gonna say it really quietly because like I only believe a little bit, but like from what I've watched, I've been really impressed with his like arm talent, and I think being around Rodgers and being around like say what you want about Mike McCarthy, but he's a good quarterback. Okay, yeah, I would agree he's, with that. He's a good quarter, and he so and Aaron Rodgers having him, I think he actually likes teaching young quarterbacks um, a little more than you know Brett Favre, other, Brett Favre or other quarterbacks did. So <laughs> had to drop his name there. Yeah. So <laughs> I prefer. <laughs> so if Rodgers goes out, if he you know if something happens again where he's out four weeks, I don't think there's as big of a drop off this year. Their defense is going to be better. They have better backup quarterbacks to the point where there's actually chances of like people talking about trading for either Dick Kaiser or Hundley. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't really see that, but as 66 and one, like who cares? Um, then I got another long shot for you guys though. Matt Patricia. I was just going to bring him. Okay. He no, sucks. dude, cause he's at what, 75, yeah. <laughs> he's at 75 to one. He might suck. Like he might be really bad. I think he's going to be Patriots terrible. were really bad last year on defense. So why would you hire a bad coordinator as your coach? All he was, was Bill Belichick's pencil holder. Literally. <laughs> he had it in his ear the entire time he was in new England. And that's all he did. Um, you can keep going if you want to. Talk no, about that's Patricia. it. Like literally yeah. Patricia just might be bad. So I was thinking of, you know, last year and the giants. Um, what's the, what's the old mop tops head mop top name. Oh, I called him. Bobby Mike McAdoo. Yeah. Oh God, the worst coach in NFL history. Okay, sucked. but he was hired. <laughs> he was hired that year. I mean, he was hired that same year and was, was fired super. Like, no, he, he got two years. Two years. Okay, he got two years. Okay, but he might have even had three. He was. He, no, it was. It, it was, was a two. two. Okay, it was two. They, yeah. they went eleven and five, made the playoffs, and then went three and thirteen. Yeah. Okay, but at seventy-five to one, I might put. Some yeah. cap on some. That's yeah, freaking. Dude, why not? Why not? I mean, it's yeah. a, it's the, that's a good one. I put say. a dollar down. Dude. You know what I mean? It's like you you flush dollars down for like way dumber shit. Right. I've right. lost a dollar. Yeah, yeah exactly. I could just lose this one. Right, yeah, be just as good. Yeah, at seventy five to one. Yeah. <laughs> that's way better than a lottery ticket, honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's more fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's more entertaining honestly. to watch someone someone peril. I would feel bad a little bit to root for that, but also like be kind of fun. Yeah. Kind of fired. No, I agree. Ever since. Uh, 
ever since I heard him talked about as a potential head coach, <laughs> not even knowing what franchise he went to, I said, I can't but I can't wait to bet against that guy. Yeah, I'm I really fired up it. that he's in the Packers division. <laughs> yeah, really I, fired up. I think uh, I think the Bears take a step up, and I think the Lions are the garbage of that division this year. There's definitely room for it in that division, I would say. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go to another, uh, basically, a an award or you know a bet where someone has to peril someone has to just stink it up and throw a ton of picks so player to record the most interceptions this year who do you have here are the options so far deshaun watson at plus 500 ben rosper always good for a pick at plus 550 where's always shows up where's eli manning Ooh, eli manning at plus 700 uh he's got some good wide receivers this year philip rivers has done it before at at uh, 14 to 1. So we got some options. Mr. Bisky just stinks, so he's always open to throw some picks. Yeah, he's he was gonna 7 be, and 7 last year. He's going to be coached up much better this year, though. Yeah, that much be better. Thing. Yeah. He better be. Coaching last year was terrible. Uh, Andrew Luck <laughs> likes John to chuck Fox it up. Sucks. John Fox and Jeff Fisher are probably listening to this right now together, just <laughs> <Yeah>. weeping. <laughs> um, did you want to keep going? No, that's, that's good. I, Andrew Luck, I, I'd say, is also good for a pick. That dude will chuck it up. And I'd say, please, yeah. let me pray to, uh, I'm sure he's he's highly religious. I don't know Andrew Luck, but he probably, he's probably not as religious as your boy Derek Carr. No, Derek Carr is number one most religious quarterback. That's why he whoa, won't whoa. win this. Carson Wentz has something to say about that. Does he? Oh. <laughs> no, no, Nick Foles. Nick Foles probably has something to say yep. for him because Nick yeah. Foles is going to go to seminary. <laughs> decided to oh, come yeah, back. he almost went to seminary. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, he's about to be a pastor. So. I, I also just want to touch on that real quick. This Super Bowl this past year, um, I had a ton of action on Philly to beat the Patriots. And in that, I placed a couple of side bets. I had Nick Foles to win MVP at uh, plus 300. And then since I had Nick Foles to win MVP, I also bet that the MVP would thank God first in his MVP speech, hit both of them at plus 300. Oh, I would have freaking parlayed. That's like that's a guarantee. Yeah. That's, that's a freaking lock. Yeah. And the lime green Gatorade bath hit that as well. So, did you, dude, I did actually uh, did really well on the prop. But I went five for five. Did you really? My fr- I hit the first five. I got coin flip. I got <laughs> length of song. I got first team shown. Yep. I got uh, first team to score. I got like five or six in a row. I just like killed it and then I was out. Yeah. <laughs> I did the same. Th- I started out hot. In yeah. <laughs> and then I had a max bet on the Eagles to uh, not only cover the spread, but I also sprinkled on the money line at plus 175. Uh, so the Super Bowl was pretty much my greatest winning uh, <laughs> experience to date. So That's far. awesome. Yeah. All right, so let's get back to some of these quarterbacks. I don't think it'll be your boy Carson Wentz, um, but it's someone else. Uh, it's going to be someone else. It's not going to be a receiver. It'll be Muhammad Sanu uh, throwing picks, so it's going to be a quarterback. Um, who do you got, Joe? Who's who's someone you're looking at? Like, dude, this dude chucks it to the other team. I'll t- I'll give you two, um, and one of them I'm going to kind of steal from Frazier. So take I'm going to take your thunder. Um, I like Eli Manning at plus 700. Um, I think he's terrible. <laughs> I, I've, been, I've been watching Eli Manning play for 15 years as an Eagles fan, and he's not a good quarterback. I don't know how he's stuck along around this long. I think he's led the league in interceptions two or three times already in his career, um, and I think he has just fallen off a cliff. He's Yeah, he's got OBJ, he's got Ingram, all these guys. I don't trust the offensive line to keep him clean. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks they upgraded it. They only upgraded two out of the five positions on the O-line. Um, so Eli Manning sucks. Give me it at plus 100. Um, and then really my favorite, though, is the field at plus 400 because I think um, Josh Allen is going to get thrown into the mix way too early for Buffalo, and he's going to throw picks like crazy. Yeah, that's definitely your best odds. Um, it's going to be one of the rookie quarterbacks, I think. I don't know if it's going to be Allen or Darnold or whoever it's going to be. I think that's probably your best bet. Um, even if one of these players doesn't play a full season, I think um, Allen will get a full season with the Bills, especially with the McCarran injury. They're not mm-hmm. going to Brett, dude. Peterman's terrible. Mm-hmm. Dude, um, Peterman is really he bad. He sucks. Mm-hmm. So just like forget him. Just why waste the reps on him? Yeah, it's not worth it. With the number like limited number of reps, it just doesn't make sense. Go back to our tirade on Tyrod. Yeah, dude, free Tyrod. Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> it's a pro Tyrod Taylor podcast. Love, it's Tyrod. <laughs> All right, Tyrod oh, Taylor. God. Tyrod. That's that, gonna be hard. That's the talk this week. That's, Tyrod, that's all Tyrod. everybody's saying. Is it okay. Tyrod? Is it Tyrod? It's Tyrod. I'm still okay. calling him Tyrod. I yeah, don't that's care. <laughs> okay, so Tyrod. I listened to a stat today. In his 28 games played, he had less turnovers, 14, 
than the Browns had in through the first six games last year. <laughs> Sounds about right, yep. 14 <laughs> in all of his turnover, and then more than the Browns' first six games. How, how do you hate Tyrod? I just, Tyrod, I don't get it. Dude, that's my guy. Like, I'll, I'll die with that guy. Like, he, he's the man. Um, so, yeah, I like the field on lot, a, a lot on that one. I don't mind, I don't mind Eli. I do think their team's going to be a lot better this year as far as their offense is concerned. Um, they lost so many wide receivers last year. I think they were down to their fourth string wide receiver. Oh, yeah. So depleted. Yeah. So yeah. that's going to help. Um I think a lot of the quarterbacks, though, so, like, you guys are taking the field with these rookies. I don't know if these rookies are going to get as much of a leash to be able to throw these picks. Um, I don't know if these teams are ready to really, like, open up the offense enough to give them the even chance to do it. But I'm looking at a second-year guy like Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, with a guy who's going to try and stretch the field and go for big plays, kind of like Andrew Luck, um, who's another guy who's willing to throw a pick or two. Um, Much better offensive coordinator. No, I would agree with that, but I mean, I think Mahomes is a guy who's willing to take risks. Um, so I'm saying of the people at 14 to 1, I would pick Pat Mahomes as a guy who might turn the ball over a lot. I don't completely disagree with that. I'm actually a big Mahomes fan. Okay. Um, yeah. As far as I get fantasy, that. fantasy goes as well, I think he'll be a productive guy that you can maybe stream from week to week or even become a full-time starter for your fantasy team. Um, but I do agree he is a gunslinger and a cum slinger, and he's <laughs> throwing that ball around. So Go for him. Uh, it's, it's possible for sure. Good for you, Pat Mahomes. All right, we're moving on. We're going to Super Bowl odds. Your Eagles, they won last year. Yeah. But now, now we got to pick who's going to win this year. What is the team that's always at the top? It's always the freaking New England Patriots, which I think is ridiculous. At 650, plus 650, you got the Eagles at plus 850, which why would the Eagles be less than the Patriots? Um, you got the Los Angeles Rams at 10 to 1, Pittsburgh Steelers at 12 to 1, uh, Minnesota Vikings 12 to 1, Packers 12 to 1. Uh, Saints 16 to 1. Uh, I think that it kind of drops off after there. But um, Joe, who are you looking at? Okay, um, this is one of my favorite uh, things to bet on because I love hedging futures. Um, and if I'm not sure if your uh, followers are familiar with it or not, but what, essentially what you can do, and I'll make this quick, is you can take a long shot. Um, for instance, I have the Chargers at 26 to 1 to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, and if they make the playoffs, you will have opportunities to bet against the Chargers on small amounts um, in order to either break even or make your money back and then some. So you can guarantee yourself profit by taking a long shot like that as long as they make the playoffs. Little strategy, little strategy. Yes, yes. Have you heard of that website where you can actually sell your futures? Prop swap. Prop swap. Yep, that's yep. it. Prop swap. It's a really cool thing. So basically, what it is is you have a prop bet, and if it's you know fifty to one. 25 to one, whatever it is, you can then put that on the open market as like kind of like an eBay kind of things. So people can say like, hey, you know, I know that this might pay out 10 grand, but you know, it's a 10 to one odds. So what I'll do is I'll give you five right now for it. Right. Or a three right now. And people can take it or not take it. But I think that's a really cool idea. It's a, another way to hedge your future. So like if you make a few of these future bets, you could essentially sell them to someone else and then they then own that bet and Absolutely. you're completely out of it. You got your portion and you're out. And I think it's great for inexperienced bettors. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I kind of fall into that category. This is only really my second year taking this this seriously. Um, and if I'm not really quite sure what to do with a 26 to one ticket in the a in the AFC divisional round, I can go on prop swap and they'll give me guaranteed profit right there and I don't have to worry about it at all. So it's a genius thing. I like the idea of guaranteed profit. Oh, that's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> for like actual gamblers, like that shit is super important. Yes. Because like a lot of gambling, people think it's like, oh, you hit the one big one, but it's honestly grinding out the bets and yes. not giving up in capital management and asset man. It's like it's way more math than people want to admit. It's, it's like more like the stock math market and science. You know, it's, it's like, like absolutely it's sports stock market almost. Yeah, the difficult part about this industry is not picking who wins the games. It's about managing your bankroll and mm. knowing how to invest your money and and you know just like you just said, just knowing all the nuances of not only being a sports fan but being a better. 
Um, totally. So, absolutely. But uh, um, so, so getting back to Super Bowls, um, I already have a ticket on the Eagles at 8-1 to one, um, because I think they have the greatest chance to repeat as Super Bowl champions since uh, the Seahawks window a few years ago. Mm -hmm. They should have beaten the Patriots. Yep. Um, should have repeated. Other than that, nobody's really been close to doing it since the Pats, uh, what, 15, 18 years ago um, in the early 2000s. So um, I think the Eagles have a legitimate chance to repeat. I'm not going to get that far into it because I'm an Eagles fan. Um, <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, I'll help you out with that because I agree that like, the Eagles have probably the best roster in the NFL still. Absolutely. And so they Hands have down. the best backup quarterback. Yep. Basically, so if Carson Wentz, anything happens to him, they still have a chance at winning the Super Bowl because it's already been proven. Yes. So you already know, even if the worst case scenario happens to you, you can still win it all. Right. And that's great, like, great to know. It's great confidence in a team like that. Yes. In, in, in a long future kind of thing. Last year, they lost their starting Pro Bowl left tackle, their middle linebacker, their starting all-pro quarterback, um, Darren Sproles who we all know what he can do, um, as well as a couple other guys, and they still managed to rally win the Super Bowl. That locker room chemistry is unparalleled in the NFL, and I think that goes a long way. Um, I'll get off the Eagles. I also like the Atlanta Falcons at 20-1. to 1. Um, I think that the Falcons have an underrated I think they have a top five roster in the NFL, and I think people underrate them. Uh, they made improvements to their O-line. Their defense is young and fast. Very fast, very fast. Um, at the second level, uh, it's just about getting that pass rush, really. Um, because Dick Beasley's been inconsistent. I think they have another guy, I'm blanking on his name, but they took real early Tack McKinley. Mm. Um, and he hasn't really done that much. But I think the Falcons are built for success. I actually like them at plus 175 to win the NFC South. I like them over the Saints this year. Um, and then in the AFC. Um, I like, I already told you, I like the Chargers, um, and the Patriots are chalk, but you have to put a future on them. And I'll tell you why, uh, cause that price is going to shrink. I have them at five to one right now. I'm going to have a five to one ticket on the new England Patriots in week 19 of the NFL season where they're a minus 300 favorite in the divisional round. And I'll have them at five to one. And everybody else will be trying to bet their money line at minus 300. So that price is going to shrink. Another way to guarantee yourself profit. It's kind of like betting on the Patriots to win their division. You just, you know, you it's, just it's, do it earlier. Yes, exactly. Whenever something bad and earlier with the Patriots, do it because they're going to end up being fine in the end. They got like the Jets and the freaking Dolphins and a bunch of shit in that division. Yeah. So like, bet on them now, in my opinion. Right. But... Don't lay the juice to bet on them to win their division. Take them at plus 500 just to. Get into the playoffs yeah. and then head your way from there or go to prop swap because Frazier loves it. Mm -hmm. I do. I do love prop swap. <laughs> I think it's such a cool idea. The, I think the best way to go is try to get a team that you really like in the AFC because any team in the AFC is going to have the best chance of making it through the playoffs. Yep. The NFC is going to be like the Western Conference and there's really no Warriors Yep. In in the NFC, unless you, know you think I mean? it's the Eagles, unless you think it's the Eagles, which I, I I can understand you making, but the Eagles still aren't on the level of the the Warriors. Right. You know what I mean? No, like the have... Warriors were a plus. They they were like I think plus one fifty <laughs> to win it last year, <laughs> right. which is insane. You know what I mean? Like it's the dumbest. I mean the Eagles <clears throat> are plus eight hundred right now, and the the New England's plus six. It's like you don't see those odds really. Right. So I think it's probably the best thing you can do is try to find an AFC team that you really like because the NFC is just gonna be such a tough time. I mean, you have Minnesota, Green Bay, um, you know, Philly. So those three teams, and then you Atlanta. You know what I mean? It's like the Rams, the, the Saints, Rams, the, the Saints. Panthers. To go through yeah. that is just so tough, oh, and like yeah. you're paying for it. Um, you know, I took out a homer bet on uh, at Green Bay. It was plus fourteen when I got it, and Not I feel bad. no, I feel good about it. You know, they they re-upped on their secondary. Um, Kevin King got uh, he got surgery on his shoulder, so he should have a healthy season. You know, healthier season this year. So I don't know. I like the Packers, but that's kind of a homer pick. Um, you know who I won't be betting on is the Raiders at thirty-five I would to not one. Bet on the that is, that's called. I would like you to have my money. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, sir. Exactly. thank you for taking it. Yeah, I don't need this. You, got, you don't think Gruden just comes in and goes right back to the Super Bowl in his first year after a decade off? Hell, hell no. <laughs> hell, hell no. There's no way. Gruden grinders. 
Um, one more I'll throw out there, just because you brought up the AFC angle, and I think it's spot on. The AFC is going to be so much easier to get through than the NFC, and the Steelers always somehow yep. get, get the yep. two. They always get the two seed, but they always mess it up someplace, and they drop games to teams that they shouldn't lose to. So I don't really like investing in the Steelers. But since I already have a ticket on the Chargers at twenty six to one, I like sprinkling down on the Chiefs at thirty to one. Um, yeah, because not? I think that division is it's a, open. It's a two-team yeah. race, really. I don't see the I don't see Raiders no. or the Broncos no. competing for that division. So if you want to take a twenty-six to one on the Chargers and a thirty to one on the Chiefs, and yeah, they make it to the it's, conference it's, championship, it's, it's already basically worth it, yeah. if you split that math. I'm trying to calculate in my head, but it's basically a fourteen to one on the division winner of the AFC West. That's what it comes out to. So, yeah, I like that. And it's it's funny because like. If you think about it, one of those two teams really only has to beat one team in either the Patriots or the Steelers. Right. You know, there's a good chance you're not going to play both. So you realistically only have to beat one or two of those teams, like the elite level teams, and then you're in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, now it's all crazy. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, and do you want to do you want to talk about the teams that you have highlighted in the AFC South real quick, just to talk about them? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can do that. Um, so Tampa, I, I, this, I have a little parlay to That's no, NFC. no, 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 no. Oh, the uh, NFC. Yeah, you have um, uh, for the Super Bowl futures the the Titans and the Jags. Oh, Titans and Jags. Yeah, I mean, Titans should be a lot better this year. They have a new offensive coordinator. Um, we aren't going to see any more exotic Smash Mouth, which was no. really stupid. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. They have a good running back. Um, they also got Dean Lewis, so they have a little of the Thunder and Lightning. Um, they have a, a good defense, um, and it's just a weak division. So I think there, there's a decent chance that they do it. And the Jags are right there last year. Yep. You know, the Jags almost beat the Patriots. They just kind of ran out of steam, and they should be better this year. You know, everyone was shitting on them a little bit. Their defense isn't going to be as good this year. But they have Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Bouye, who are absolute stud cornerbacks. And that's like a becoming more and more important, especially with all this targeting stuff and passing over the middle. Having elite talent at cornerback is just more and more important. And they have the pressure up the middle. So like a team like that, they could definitely make a step forward and no one would really bat an eye. And it's just like you just have to get through you know, the division and like, you're almost there. Right. Right. So I'm, I, and that Jaguars are plus 200 or uh, plus 20 and Tennessee is plus 400 or 40. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't feel great about those, but if you're just looking to like take some long stabs, why not? Why not? Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, I, I loved the Jags last year. I had them, I had their money line against the Steelers in the playoffs. Um, and I also, Bet them to cover against the Patriots in the AFC Championship game, and but so I love the what the Jags did, um, but I do expect a little bit of regression from them. Mm-hmm. I just their defense, I don't think, can be that dominant two years in a row. They were sick last year. Their turnover margin is going to decrease this mm-hmm. year. Um, and the Titans are a team that I really can't figure out, but I, I you know, at plus four thousand, I don't mind taking a stab at it. Mm-hmm. So. Totally. So. You know, we're talking about the Super Bowl. That's kind of a roundabout discussion on how well you think teams are going to do this year. Um, so is there any, you know, over-unders or teams you think are going to miss the playoffs that you want to highlight or you want to talk about? Yeah, well, I hopped into this early by accident. Uh, so I had a little parlay of teams to miss the playoffs. Um, I have Tampa, minus 500, the Dolphins, minus 600, and the Bears, minus 650, and that's a minus 150. I don't love the odds, but I don't think any of those teams are going to be very good. The NFC is going to be really good. So I think it's going to be really, it, it's impossible, I think, for the Bears to make it to the playoffs. Um, you know, there, there's nine playoff teams and they're not one of them. Um, you know, there's only eight, but like I think there could be nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like it just, it's going to be one team to drop out and there aren't one of those teams that's going to drop out. Um, I don't like the Dolphins. Um, and I really do not like Tampa. I really do not like Tampa. I think that's my absolute lock. <laughs> I think they suck, and they're in a stacked division. So I really do not like them. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I completely agree with pretty much everything you said. I'm a little bit higher on the Dolphins and the Bears than you are, mm-hmm. um, but I also don't see a world where they make the playoffs this year. I think they could be teams that could um, be sneaky as far as possibly a season win total um, or just monitoring them throughout the season and taking them against the spread at certain points, mm-hmm. checking for good spots in their schedule, um, things like that. But I do, I, I think Tampa is a dumpster fire. I said earlier, I think they're the worst team.
team in the league. Um, and the Dolphins, I just don't see a way. It'd have to be a wild card since they have the <clears> Patriots. Um, and I think, you know, teams like the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the, even the Bengals could get into the wild mm-hmm. card mix this year. I love it. Um, and the Bears, the NFC is just too tough. So, yeah, lock it up. Totally. Um, some over-unders, Frazier wanted to highlight. So, let's talk about the Panthers. You think they're going to go over? Nine wins yeah, this year? Yeah, nine. I think that's way too low. I know that they have a pretty tough division, but I just went through the teams that they're playing this year, and I pegged them at least nine wins. So, worst-case scenario, you're going to push. I, I think, I think I, that's a guaranteed push, almost, It's a guaranteed opinion, push, I believe. And I think, at best, they win 11 games. And you can take the over at plus 135. I think that's really good odds for something that you have a, a, a pretty decent chance. Anytime you have Cam Newton, um, you know, Chris McCaffrey's another year older. He is apparently going to be more of a bell cow back this year. We'll see how that goes. I like the Panthers. I think they're going to win at least 11 or at least nine. So I think that's a good one. I like the Packers over 10. Um, and you're basically Oh, betting, do you really? I do. And it's because <laughs> you're basically betting on Rodgers to stay healthy. I don't and like that bet at all. That's a horrible bet in my opinion. <laughs> I guess, yeah. But, like, we'll see. I think they should be a lot better. And, again, when you have an even number like that at 10, I think you're, at worst case scenario, you're probably going to push. Okay. You could go under, and they're minus 125, so not as good of odds. Um, and then the Dolphins, I have them at under 6.5 wins at plus 125. Um, I think they have potentially be one of the worst teams in the league, and I just, I just don't like them. I really don't even know that much. Just you just think Ryan Tannehill's got a dumb face and he's I dumb? Think he sucks, and they don't have a backup quarterback, and I don't think their offensive coordinator is very good. Not an Osweiler guy? <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't think, think anyone's an Osweiler. an Osweiler guy. <laughs> Joe, you got any teams that you like? Um, yeah, well, I've, I want to touch on a couple of years because um, the Panthers are a team that I can't really figure out, but if I had to really place a bet, I think I might take the under the nine on the Panthers. Um, I, I think they'll be very good for fantasy purposes. I think Cam Newton's great value at where he's going. He's constantly a top five fantasy quarterback and he's going like eighth or ninth in drafts. So go ahead and scoop him up if you want. I think they've, they've added a lot of pass catching options, but I'm just not sure they, they made a change at offensive coordinator, but before they had, um, what's his name? Shula's kid. Mm. Uh, um, I don't remember his first name, but Shula. Yeah. Um, and uh, and now they have Norv Turner, who's been in the league for like a thousand years. <laughs> and, um, I'm just not sure it's all going to click right away. I think they do have a tough division. I think the Saints and the Falcons are both just clearly better teams. Um, you know, they can compete with the Panthers, but I really think that the... the well, I think the Bucks are going to go like with zero in yes, 16. So, so like, I think that's the opportunity for the Panthers to have a, a nine and seven. I think the Panthers go nine and seven. I wouldn't bet. I think that's... A, like, yeah, there's I no point this. because I think they're going to go nine and seven. Like, yeah. I think they're, they're waiting for a nine and seven season. And if your argument is like, well, then you aren't going to lose, but then you're not going to, like, I don't see the point in it right. for, you know, was it plus plus one thirty? Uh, no, no, thank you. I'll pass. Yeah. For me, that's a stay away. They're just too volatile of a team. There's too much variance there. Um, but you know, they, they were solid last year. What'd they go like 11 and five? Um, yeah, they made, they the, season. Made, made the playoffs. So, you know, uh, and I, like I said, they added to their offense. Offensive line scares me. Forgot to say oh, that. Yeah. Offensive line, they've had a couple of injuries, um, and they lost Andrew Norwell to the Jaguars yeah. in the offseason. Um, the Dolphins I want to talk about because I kind of like they're over. Over, and I'm, yeah. I'm not proud of it at yeah. all. It's, <laughs> it is gross. This is a gross bet, and I'm not really sure if I'm willing to actually put money on this or not, but I like arguing it. Um, so, <laughs> that's all we're here for <laughs> so um the dolphins over six and a half i found it at minus 130 which i don't know if i want to lay that juice on a shitty dolphins team you um, know yeah that's like something when it's like december and that's like, like all right dolphins well whoever the bills so like all right here we go dolphins like i need this win to like go over yeah, right it's just like yep. it's not a good feeling yeah and they do they they're in buffalo week 17 so yeah. that's probably yeah. the game that you're watching yeah. praying that, yeah. that's your make or break game there that but i no do fun. i just want to say about the dolphins they're getting Tannehill back which i'm not a Tannehill guy but i'm certainly not a jay cutler guy oh my <laughs> god i um, love that dude he's a he's amazing on reality tv oh, have I'm you lost. seen his show no, though. I don't watch it's it. It's hilarious. It? I don't watch it either, but I watch like clips and he just like he hangs out and watches 
deer cam videos on his iPad, <laughs> and like he's always wearing like beanies, and he's just like he's just ridiculous. Smoking Jay Cuddy. Yeah. He does nothing. He's like, I got a haircut today. She goes, Oh, I'm proud of you. Because <laughs> that was a, like a big day for him. Yeah, and he didn't throw a pick either. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. No, great. I think it's gonna be an upgrade though. I think that Tanhill's actually like he's mobile, so that's an advantage. He has yeah. like decent options with like. Say what you will. Some people like Devonte Parker. Some people like Kenny. Is it Kenny Stills? Right. I like Stills, I like Stills. better than Parker. And you know they have a yeah. decent running back, uh, Kenyon Drake. Drake. I mean, he didn't have a great year last year, but like he's got a lot of potential. So I think they're going to be better than six and a half. I think they're going to be a. You know, that's what Vegas. Their Vegas is really fucking good. Vegas <laughs> like, is great. Yeah. Right. And, yeah I, and I think by giving you positive money on the under, I think that might be a trap line. Um, mm. So that's I, the thing, man. If it, it's too good to be true, that's like one of those things. It's like if it's a funky line, it's funky for a reason. Exactly. So they, if you're like, oh, this is too good to be true. Yes. Bet the other. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking at a line, you're like, oh my god, I can't believe. Yeah. If this is it. If you're just salivating to bet something, bet the opposite. Yes. Go the other because way. There's a reason that it's that way. Exactly. But um, the Dolphins on defense, I think, will be much improved. Um, Xavier Howard is going to be a breakout corner. Um, very good player. Uh, they got Cord uh, Cordrea Tankersley on the other side. We'll see about him, but I think Howard is solid. Love their safety room. They have Rashad Jones, very underrated player. Another guy, I think his name's McCollum or something like that. He's a solid starter, nothing to write home about, but he's okay. And they drafted Minka. Um, Fitzpatrick, yeah. which uh, I think he's going to really be a versatile playmaker for their defense. Um, they're trying to run more uh, big nickel packages, more two linebackers, three safeties. Mm -hmm. um, as a you know, a lot of teams are doing that in the yeah. NFL now. As as tight ends get more work in the passing game, and there are more pass catching running backs, teams are are shaping their defenses a little bit differently. And I think Miami's done a good job of that. So um, I can see them being a sneaky team this year. Um, and like I said, it could be a trap line on that under. Um, but I don't know. I've got I got a couple other teams that we can touch on if yeah. we're done with the Dolphins. So we got to wrap up soon. Sure. Um, we're, we're getting close to an hour. I got to be that guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got to be that guy always. Uh, but is there any teams you want to touch on before we wrap this one up? Teams Some, or bets that you feel real good about? Yeah, yeah either me, or. Let me give you two last ones and then totally. I'll, uh, I'll shut up here. But, <laughs> no. um, I really, really love the Chiefs over eight and a half wins. Um, you can even find it over eight at some books. Um, the Chiefs, all right, so eight and a half is even money, and then over eight is minus 150. So it depends on how you want to play it there. I think their floor is a <clears throat> nine and seven team. Um, Andy Reid, big believer in his consistency. Um, when's the last time Andy Reid went under 500? Really, I think it was his last year in Philly, and that was such a fluke. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but I believe in Mahomes, like I said, and I think um, I think he'll be steady enough to keep this team at at least an eight and eight, nine and seven. I think they could even win the division. The Chiefs have upside. That that offense could be explosive, and I just I don't feel like betting against Andy Reid to go under 500. Don't I, I? I love the Chiefs over. And then the last one, um, just to throw this at Max here. <laughs> I like the Oakland Raiders under eight wins. Um, it's minus 115. Not a bad price. I'm not a believer in Gruden coming back and just clicking right away. I think he's not joking in his press conferences when he says he wants to take shit back to the 90s. And that is a scary thought, in my opinion, in today's modern NFL. Um, so, and I think their, their division is tough. I think, you know, the, they split with the Broncos and then they lose to the Chargers and the Chiefs. And I don't, I, I love, I've looked at their schedule. I don't like it. They have a tough travel spot to Miami. Mm. They're a, That's, they're bad at that too. They're, they're not good at traveling. It's That's like, like a regular thing for the Raiders. This is one of my look ahead lines. It's like week two or three. The, the Raiders are like a one point favorite in Miami. I want to pound the Dolphins there. So, um, nice. yeah, I don't like the Raiders. I love the Chiefs. I'll leave it at that. Totally. Nice. All right. Well, it's been great to have you on. Yeah, Joe, thanks for coming, man. It was a great time. Yeah, no, Happy I to talk some lines. I had a lot of fun. Um, this was awesome. Um, I'm just going to do a quick plug here. Yeah, dude. Please. It's plug time. I, yeah, I need, uh, I need more followers, guys. Right now, I'm only on Twitter. Um, Joey Betts at Cashing Dogs. I look for Lane Johnson with the dog mask. Um, and I'm looking to really have a lot of fun this football season. How'd you do last year? Oh, last year, um, real quick. I Against the spread, I, I tracked every pick that I had. Um, last year, not betting all of them, but just tracking them to see my results. 
And last year against the spread um, on, let's see, I went 138 and 103 for a 57.3% against the spread. And then um, on over-unders, I went 54.3% there. Um, I also selected three plays a week, my star plays. Um, and those against the spread went 64.4% over-unders went 63.0%. So if you would have taken those, bet every single star play last year, you would have had a 21.61 return on investment. I'm looking to roll that over to this year and I'm looking to cash out. Which is way better than the stock market. So what he's basically saying is take whatever your money investing and just play it in on the star plays of the week and you'll be set. Like that's your new 401k. Is basically what he said. Pretty much. No, don't do that. But <laughs> honestly, like anytime, if like elite betters, they bet like fifty-five percent. You know what I mean? Like if they're fifty-five percent, they're you, killing. They're it. professional. You're a professional. You're a professional level, gambler. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're making money. So like anytime you can go over that, you're in good shape. Right. So yeah, I've been I've I've been following him since he started up his Twitter. As soon as he saw, I was like, oh, we gotta get him on. Get him on. Um, I was following him during the NBA playoffs. Really enjoyed his takes. So, yeah, definitely give him a follow and, uh, yeah, check him out. Also, follow the Massive Mediocrity on all social medias. We are freaking everywhere. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. So, follow us on all those platforms. Also, we will be having a Patreon coming out soon. So, um, look forward to that probably next week. Um, we would love your support. Also, go to iTunes. Give us five-star ratings. And uh, we'd love to hear you guys. So, Please, you know, listen. Yeah, and always, this episode was brought to you by Mr. Ballcaps. MrBallcaps.com, greatest selection in vintage uh, hats and apparel. Uh, we got everything from sports to old Nautica, uh, Tommy, we got everything. So go check it out. We're constantly adding stuff and use uh, promo code TMOM at checkout, all caps, TMOM at checkout for 15% off. All right, have a good, have a one. Have a good, have one. <laughs> <laughs>